afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. Today, it's one of those special shows. It's the first week of the month. And for my regular listeners who've noticed a little pattern, uh, the first week of the month, the show, I kind of don't have a guest usually, and I kind of take it for myself, and it's just me talking with you. So please join the conversation, whether it's uh, through our call-in number at 877-480-4120 or on our Facebook live stream. Uh, I see we already have a few people joined in. Uh, Mark, Abigail, Abby, wonderful, and Nishit, uh, great to see you guys on the Facebook live stream. Um, And uh, I think we have kind of an important topic to talk about today, plus... I do have a special call-in guest that's going to be calling in later today for for just a short time. So, of course, let's get started with our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe. While you might, from time to time, envy others... It's precisely during those moments when you might ask yourself whether or not you'd actually like to be them. Envy cured, huh? The universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. And, uh, you know, today reminding us that to, to kind of really take a look at the full picture because... When we feel envy, when we feel like, oh, if I could only have what that person have, if I could only be in their job, their situation, have their money, whatever, insert, if I could just have their blank, whatever that blank is. We often only look at that one individual thing. And we don't take into account everything that goes around all that. Would you still want that one blank thing that that person has if what came with it was all the heartache, all the grief, the bad relationships maybe with their family, uh, with what people think of them, um, with all the struggles, with all the opinions, with all the backbiting, you know, with just all of the other things. You know, we tend to get somewhat myopic and we see somebody has something that we'd really like, but we don't really look at the full picture. And what the universe is really trying to get us to open up to is that when we look at the full picture, many times, I'm not going to say all the time, but many times, we'll probably decide that what that person had to sacrifice, go through, what, what they had to become or be like in order to have that thing, whether it's a successful career or, or maybe it's a, a beautiful wife or, or a husband or, um, you know, like maybe it just wasn't worth it. Like over the weekend, I, I saw this movie, uh, Crazy Rich Asians, which everyone's talking about. And, you know, it was a fun kind of romantic comedy type movie. Um, but there was, uh, I thought, a very poignant part to it that it was not a main character, but it was kind of like a, a sister or a cousin to the main character who, you know, this beautiful Chinese woman in Singapore has all of this family money, 
married to this, you know, handsome Chinese man. And you would think that they would be so happy, you know, they, 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 he doesn't have to really work for a living if he doesn't want to. They, 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 they own lots of real estate, all this other stuff. But what you find out, and sorry if I spoil this for anybody, but the movie's been out for a while. Um, and this is only a minor part of the movie. But what you find out is he actually is cheating on her. And you would think, like, why would he do this? She's beautiful. She's got all this money. Like, why is he, you know, taking for granted what he has with her? And you come to find out of like how low his self-esteem is that he just feels less than and, and he's working on this startup. You know, he's, he's cheating on her with somebody he knows from the office because he doesn't feel like a man because she has all the money. And so you might envy him or you might even envy her saying oh look they're wealthy they're good looking they have everything they could possibly have but when you really look closely and you take into account the full relationship and all of the problems you know maybe it's not quite worth it you know oftentimes i hear that you know wealthy people you know people think it's so great to be wealthy but they're worried about their money all the time. They have this very high lifestyle. And if something happens to either their wealth or their source of income, they lose it. It is like their whole identity is tied up in it. And, and, and like everything about it and, and their, their whole soci social, social circles are tied up in it. So if you can't afford the $100,000 a year for the country club membership you become a pariah. Now, sure, I mean, everybody says, yeah, but I'd, I'd, rather have the, the, I'd rather have the money and have those kinds of problems than not have the money and, and have my kind of problems. As the old expression go, goes, the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. And again, I'm, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be inspired to do more and to and to have dreams and to want to accomplish more and ensure with more resources we can do more good and we can, you know, have more freedom. But all I'm saying is I'm very much agreeing with this quote that when we're really envious or jealous of what someone else has, maybe we need to just take a broader look. We need to open up our eyes and really look at the full situation and not just that one aspect. So this is a very, very good quote from the universe, and I hope uh, you take it to heart. I know I do. Okay, Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. If you are feeling a shortage of time or money, your best effort would be to focus upon better feeling thoughts and do more things that make you feel good. Your time is a perceptual thing. And even though the clock is ticking the same for everyone, your alignment affects your perception as well as the results that you allow. 
as you observe the enormous differences in the effort that people apply and the results they achieve, you have to conclude that there is more to the equation of achieving than action alone. Abraham. So a, a really great quote reminding us again, and, and you know there have been a lot of quotes along this theme, and, and you guys know I talk about this a lot, that taking the time to align ourselves with what it is, the direction we want to go, the thing we want to bring into our lives, whatever it is we want to accomplish, be part of, or whatever. Yes, action is necessary. However, we can take all the action in the world, and if we're not energetically aligned with what it is we're trying to manifest... It's going to take a lot more work. It's going to be a lot more effort. And somehow it's like we don't understand why things aren't quite working out and why, you know, for somebody else, it seems like things just happen for them so easily and so, so quickly and gracefully. And for us, it's so hard. Yet if we take the time to sit down and really align ourselves through, come on, you guys know these techniques, visualization, meditation, uh, 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 you know, using the, the, the feeling of putting yourself into the future when you actually have that thing that you're looking for, that when we actually take the time to energetically align ourselves and feel good about it, that's the grease on the wheels. That like helps us slide through. And then when we take action, even the smallest bit of action, it has much more profound effects for the direction that we're going in. And indeed, I mean, what Abraham is saying is that when you're feeling any kind of lack, any kind of shortage, any kind of you know, feeling like things aren't good enough, that really the best thing we can do in that situation is reach for better feeling thoughts, is to move ourselves in the direction of just feeling good about ourselves, whatever that takes. And if that means totally distracting yourself from the situation and what you're working on, maybe going and hanging out with an old friend you haven't seen for a while, or going to see a silly romantic comedy over the weekend, or you know, doing something so that you're just not dwelling on the fact you don't have what you're looking for and you're, 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 you're striving to get this thing and it's not coming through. You know, sometimes we need to just drop it, let it go and focus on something else that feels good. You know, getting out into nature, taking a break from work, just doing something completely different. You know, my, my, my wife and I have, have been feeling uh, a little bit stuck about different things going on in our lives. It's kind of interesting how it's usually it doesn't happen to both of us at the same time. And so we decided, the, you know, we're just going to we just uh, this weekend we, we, we needed to get out of the city, booked an Airbnb up in Connecticut, going up to a beautiful house. that's like right on the beach. You know, we can't even go for that long because we both have commitments on Sunday that we have to be back in the city for. But just to get out, to just get a break, to just, you know, get away from it all. 
And you know what? Yeah, I know the temperature's going to drop. It's not going to be maybe so such a nice time to be in the ocean. Doesn't matter. We'll walk around on the beach. We'll go to local parks. But just to be somewhere different, somewhere we haven't been before, to just distract ourselves from all the work we've been doing on ourselves and all the things we've been doing to realign ourselves and 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 help ourselves just feel better and and just realign ourselves with that essence that joyful playful side of ourselves so that we can really bring to ourselves what we're really desiring and looking for so two wonderful quotes from the universe and from abraham I actually think that they're all just for me. You know, usually I say these quotes are always so perfect for the guests that we have on, but we don't really have a guest today, so these quotes are really for me. And you, if you're listening, they're for you. I don't care if you're listening, you know, on the podcast afterwards, which by the way now, just to let everybody know, our podcast, the Conscious Consultant Hour is available like everywhere now, on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Google Play, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on uh, uh, iHeartRadio, so, I mean, if you like to listen to podcasts on your favorite app, just do a search on that app for the Conscious Consultant Hour. It's probably there. And if it's not, let me know. Because if it's not and you let me know, I'll make sure it's going to be there. Okay? We got a deal? Deal? We good? Okay, great. So, all right. We're going to go out for a break. And when we come back, we're going to start talking about our topic for the day, which is divide to conquer. Usually it's divide and conquer, but today it's divide to conquer. And we're going to talk about why this is such an important topic today with what's going on and uh, why it's important to be aware of this. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Did you know you've been playing poker your whole life, even if you've never played a hand of cards? Hi, I'm Ellen Lakend, author of Poker Woman and host of the new show, Poker Divas. On the show, I talk about how poker strategy helps you win in business, life, and love. Tune in live every Thursday, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Who do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Me Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're, We're your digital, digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. 
And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. As always, I am very honored and pleased and grateful for all of you, my loyal fans and listeners. Um, whether you're listening on Facebook Live, welcome Robin, welcome Vincent, good to see you guys. Um, or you're on talkradio.nyc or you're listening to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play or SoundCloud or wherever you happen to be listening to it from. Um, I really and truly appreciate you and you know without you there's no point to doing the show. So today we have a very interesting topic and what was curious was this topic came to me like a while ago like after my last me only show with no guest I was thinking about what my next topic would be and it kind of came to me and now after hearing and seeing what's going on even just in the last few days is more apropos than ever before. So why do I call it Divide to Conquer? Divide to Conquer is a very, very old concept um, in, in war. I think uh, it's, hmm, uh, I forget whether it comes from the art of war or where it comes from, but it's one of these things that's been used for centuries. And it's basically the idea if you're at war with an enemy, you divide the enemy against itself and they become much easier to conquer. It's a very simplistic version of it. Um, but to really highlight, to me, the relevance to today, there's an old Chinese proverb that I want to relate to you as, as I heard it or read it you know, years ago. So in ancient times, there was this poor Chinese village. And in this poor Chinese village, there was this one man whose, whose family had owned most of the land, many of the important businesses. And while the village was basically pretty poor and didn't have much to survive off of, um, this man's family and, and basically him being the last heir of the family had the 90% of the wealth. And meanwhile, people are struggling. They're getting by and just eating rice and a little bit of vegetables every day. You know, it's one of these dirt poor towns. And this man has stored up all his gold and all his money. And then he began to realize, like, you know, the villages, there's a lot of villages and there's only one of me. And as I start getting older and older, they could easily come and kill me and just take all my money. So I better get somebody to protect me. So he, he looks around the village. He finds the biggest, strongest man in the village. And, and he says, hey, come work for me. I'll pay you handsomely. And, and you basically protect me from everybody else. The guy agrees to it. And he becomes basically his bodyguard. And then one night, as the man's tossing and turning in his bed, because, you know, when you're the only one in your village with all this money, that's all you worry about is how do you keep your money so he doesn't really have any peace of mind um, because nobody likes him. And he realizes, you know, there's nothing preventing this big, strong guy from, like, coming in the middle of the night, killing me and taking all my money. So, so I've got to do something about it. And he devises this plan. So he goes over into the town and maybe he has to look over to the next village and he hires another big, strong guy, just as big as the first guy he hired, also pays him very well. So now he has two bodyguards. So figures, well, this guy will protect me from the other guy. But then again, you know, these are the machinations. This is the mind. It's always worrying. This is the fear creeping in. Oh my God. 
But what happens if the two of them gang up together? They could gang up together and then I'd be completely defenseless. There's nothing I could do. So then what does he do? What does he do? So he goes to the first guy and he goes, hey, you know what the other guy I hired? You know what he said? He said, you know, you're ugly, you're stupid, you come from a low-class family. And then he goes to the second guy and he says, hey, do you know my other guy who I've had for a while? He said that, you know, you're ridiculous, you're, you know, you're obscene, you know, this and that. And he starts spreading these lies about what each one said about the other one. So what happened? So these two guys now are angry at each other. You know, they, they, they kind of are hostile to each other. And they, they both think that the other one is, is an idiot, is mean, that there's something wrong with them, that they're evil. And now the old man rests safe at night because he has divided the two people who could take over his wealth and he has them protecting him from all the poor villagers. Why is this story important today? Let's just look at what's going on and what has been going on for decades, but what has really been going on even more intensely over the last two, three years. And that's not just how divided this country has become, but how divided the world has become. And how much we are against another human being for whatever reason, the color of their skin, their religious beliefs, their political beliefs, how they raise their kids, you know, do they believe in evolution or creation? You know, there is like every excuse under the sun to divide us from each other. And it's not that this hasn't been around for centuries, but it's been worse and worse and worse. And it's easiest to see this in, our, in the pol politics here in the United States and around the world, at least for me, because I remember what it was like when I was a kid growing up and, and being in, in high school and college and paying some attention to what was going on. And while there was, you know, some animosity between the Democrats and Republicans, what typically would happen is, you know, they each had their own agenda you know, they try and get their, you know, agenda passed, their laws enacted. But they would realize to get anything done, they'd both have to compromise. And usually things would move along in a more centrist way because this way nobody's really happy. Everybody gets a little something, but not everything they want. But things actually got done. But what's happened over the years is one side has demonized the other side. And so now it's harder and harder for anybody to compromise or work together because if you're, if you're a Democrat to the Republicans, you're evil. And if you're a Republican to the Democrats, you're evil. So nobody works together, nothing gets done, and the government becomes very ineffective. Now, this is not just in the government. This is in every aspect of our social system. If you listen to, to Mike Dolce and Hassan Godwin's show Secrets of the Sire Wednesday night, it's happening in the comic book industry. I mean, of God's sakes, I mean, the comic book industry. 
which is all about superheroes and, you know, trying to inspire us to, like, you know, fantastical things. And now there's the comic skate where, where people are upset about, you know, pe saying people's values are what get them ahead and not their man. It's, it's ridiculous. It's stupid. We are more divided as a world than we ever have been before. When this is the time when we need to come together the most, we have the most severe problems as a world that we have ever had to face. Look, I don't care if you believe in global warming or not. Just look at what's happening around the world. There is more damage being done by the environment than there ever has been before. More pollution, more toxicity. The weather is getting more extreme. The, the loss of property and resources because of, of the climate has, is skyrocketed. Are there solutions out there? Absolutely. Are they getting implemented? No. Why not? Because we can't freaking agree on anything. Because if, if the other person came up with the idea, it's got to be a bad idea. Just because they came up with it without actually looking at the merits of what we're trying to do. You know, people talk about, oh, you know, that this whole uh, carbon restriction and not burning coal, oh, it's bad for business. You know, oh, no, there's no global warming from it. So what? Let's just say for a moment there is no such thing as global warming. Why is moving to renewable sources of energy a bad thing? It doesn't matter. If we're not using... Uh, nuclear power and not creating all this nuclear waste that we've seen can totally poison our oceans that's happened with Fukushima years ago you know if we can avoid the fossil fuels if we could avoid uh, just polluting the air regardless of whether it's affecting climate control isn't that a good thing but no, we focus on like your beliefs are different from my beliefs. And because your beliefs are different, you're wrong and I'm right. So we can't agree on this. It's stupid. It's stupid. Let's look at the effect this is having on our world. Let's look at the merits of whether it's going to benefit us long term. What kind of a world are we leaving to our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren? Not just environmentally, socially, politically. If we don't start coming together soon, what are we going to do to ourselves? How are we going to end up? This is the most critical time that we know of. Change is happening faster than ever before. The ethics of technology and biomedical research and all these things that we're doing. I mean, you know, you've seen the zombie movies. There are a million different strains of, of, of biological weapons that are being researched and, and studied that if any one of them got out could devastate the population. What are we doing? What are we doing as a nation, as a people, as the human race? 
We need to find more things to bring us together, not separate us. Because doesn't matter if somebody believes something different from you. What matters is how are we going to live together? Unless you're going to pick up and move yourself to some remote, deserted island where there's nobody around for you to interact with, you've got to deal with other human beings. Unless you're and, going to pick up and move yourself and, to some remote and Thank you, Sam. I appreciate that <laughs> that chiming in. But unless we learn to solve problems together and to start moving in that direction at least, we're only going to become more divided. And that division is only going to lead to more trouble, to more problems, and to many more challenges. So we're going to talk about what we can do about this right after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth Tripp, your host of Nourish the Soul. Join me to uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to living a healthy life. Join us every Wednesday at my new time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern Time to 1 p.m. Uh, here on talkradio.nyc. Uh, just a quick shout out to a couple of more uh, viewers on our Facebook Live. And viewers, please, if you want to comment, just type in the comment field. Uh, Michael, welcome. Tafuk, Tafik. Uh, Jonathan, Lee, Jane, welcome, welcome one and all. I really appreciate it. Um, and uh, I have on, as I mentioned earlier in the show, we have a special guest calling in for just a few minutes. 
I'd like to introduce you to Abby Wynn, who is a shamanic psychotherapist. And, uh, and, and, you know, Abby, we've been talking today about divide to conquer and the need for us to stop being divided and come together. And the work you do is all about helping people to come together, isn't it? Hi, Sam. Can you hear me okay? Yes, we hear you great. Nice and loud. Oh, that's a relief. That's great. I'm in the New York train station. I was worried you wouldn't be able to hear me. Yes, I'm having an incredible time over here in America. And I did an event last night in Philadelphia where I was talking about how we're all humans. We're all more complicated than we think. And we all want and need the same thing. And for us to really come together... To appreciate that in our human physical body, in the reality that we live in, we have eccentricities, we have sure. personality traits, we have wounds, we've got patterns. Sure. But behind all of that, there's a divine soul, there's a source essence, a being of light that's just doing the best that they can with what they've got. Right. And if you connect into the person with their eccentricities, the behaviors, the language, you're not seeing the whole. But if you slow down and take a step back and realize that life is tough for me and it's tough for them as well and make Mm -hmm. the space for everybody to work their stuff through, uh, then you don't take stuff so personally. You don't jump to react so quickly and it helps us come to a better understanding. I think of how we're all made, but what we're all going through too. And, And, you know, then you look around and you see all these people and beings of light and it just changes everything. I hope I'm making sense. <laughs> oh, completely, Abby, completely. You, you know, it just reminds me of how anybody I've ever spoken to or had on the show who's like does works with people and has worked with people for many years, that they almost all say that, you know what they find over the years and years and working with hundreds and thousands of people is that we're basically underneath it all pretty similar we're pretty much the same right yeah i mean you know what's really interesting as well and and for me it's just a normal common sense thought but for most people don't live in the same world as me it's not if you look around a room or here i am in a train station looking around and (laughs) you start judging people by their bodies and their weight and their skin color and their Uh. nationality but you don't know anything about them. I mean, right. I said to my group last night, a little four-year-old child could just run into the room and his soul could be older than everybody in the room combined. Yeah. But because he's in a little four-year-old body, you're just making all these assumptions about him. Right. And you just need to look. I mean, you guys, you've got Facebook Live guys there. You've probably seen some of these amazing child prodigies, the musicians that are yeah. just coming through and they, they just remember stuff. and. To not judge on appearance makes a huge difference to your perspective on the world. It really, really does. And then then you realize that some people will never heal certain things in this lifetime. Some people will never want to awaken in their lifetime. Other people, as someone said last night, when am I going to have my vacation life? You know, it's like you did all your hard work and all your other lives, and this life is your life for having fun. And you look at someone who's having fun, and you're the one who's suffering. You say, oh, my gosh, so not fair. But how many lifetimes did that other person live when they suffered? You don't know that. Right, right. So it's just to hand it all over to spirit and basically say, look, I'm not the one to judge. I'm not the one to decide what's right and what's wrong. I'm just going to clear my own inner wounding, do the best that I can, and, and, and leave it in the hands of something bigger than me. Well, that's how I see it anyway. Right. Wonderful. Beautiful, beautiful. And Abby, you you're, uh, have a wonderful accent. You're from Scotland, right? 
I'm from Ireland. Ireland. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that to be. Um, and you, you're in New York for just a little while, and you have uh, an event coming up here in New York, don't I you? I do. I do. I'm, I'm holding an event. It's, it's, I've rented a room in the open center, so it's uh, not an open center production. It's me. Uh-huh. But I'm going to be there on Monday the 10th at about 6.30, 7 o'clock. I'm going to be doing deep healing. Going to be talking about the difference between fear, choosing out of fear, and embracing love, and bringing love in your heart, open heart into everything that you do. Wonderful. And with everything that I do, it's unscripted. I, I connect with the energy of the group, of the people in the room, mm-hmm. and people can then ask for personal things that they need. Mm-hmm. And do, it's like coming to me for a session in a group session. It's so exciting, and I've got people that know me who are coming, and I'm opening the doors to people who don't, and anyone who just wants a heart-centered experience. A bit of healing, a bit of meditation, and a reminder of joy. Just you come along, leave your emotional baggage behind you, and, and leave feeling lighter and brighter. That's, that's my invitation. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. And is there a, a website or something for people to go to, uh, to, yes, to learn about? Yes, yes. Um, uh, my, my website is abby-wynne.com. And I've actually got a little flyer on the front page, but if you do slash event, so abby-win.com forward slash event. But I can I can put it on your Facebook page too if you want me to post the link there. I can do that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to put your website into the, the Facebook Live video so people know how to find you. Um, but definitely come check out Abby. She she comes to me through my dear friend Mel, who has brought so many wonderful, wonderful guests uh, to the Conscious Consultant Hour. So when when Mel says, "Hey Sam, I think you should check this person out," I always listen because she's never let me down. <laughs> oh, so grateful to Mel. She's been a really great support to me. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, Abby, thank you, and and for taking the time to call in today. And for those listening, if you like what Abby is saying. Uh, we're going to have her on the show in the studio uh, at a future date to, to have a whole show with Abby. Um, so I hope you, you'll stay tuned uh, and, and look for that. We'll have it. Uh, we'll air it sometime in the future. So, Abby, thank you so much, and I will see you soon. Thank you, too. Thank you so much for having me on, and have a really good day. You're welcome. You're welcome. Take care now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, see, I mean, this is one of the things that... Um, people I know who have worked with people and and I mean like any kind of people spiritual teachers personal development any even business people I mean anybody who has has a kind of a job where they come in contact with lots and lots and lots of different people they all say like the same thing like yeah the outer kind of superficial stuff may be a little bit different how they dress how they talk the kind of food they eat that might be a little bit different but underneath it all we all want the same things we all want to not be in pain we all want to to have a good life to be happy to be with people we like and we love to have freedom and joy in our life So the truth is, when we look at our essence and we look at ourselves, we really just want the same things that everybody else does. And really, I don't care if you're a neo-Nazi, an Islamic terrorist, uh, a fundamentalist, uh, orthodox Jewish person, a Buddhist, uh, uh, a a Jainist, uh, a Hindu... Uh, you know, an indigenous shaman from the Amazons. Uh, 
it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't because we're all part of one human race. And we're all inhabiting this one planet. And whether we like it or not, we're actually all affecting everyone else. We affect other people directly or indirectly through many different ways. Not the least of which is the energy that we bring to our lives. When we show up, how do we show up? Do people feel good when we walk into a room or, or are they fearful? Do they, do they appreciate our presence? Do they confide in us? Or, or do they not want to be around us? You know, people can tell. I'm, I'm sure you've all had that experience where, you know, maybe you walked into a party, you just got there, there are already a bunch of people there, and you walk into the room and everyone's laughing and joking and the energy just feels light in the room. Or maybe you walk into another party where maybe there's just two people just had a fight and you walk in, it's like, oh my God, what happened? You can feel it in the air. It's like the, the energy's so thick you can cut it with a knife. Right? So how we show up with our words, with our actions, with our energy, it affects the people around us. And by affecting the people around us, they go out and affect the other people around them. And then those people go out and affect the people around them. You know, we had, the more we stop taking this sort of linear view of like we're the ones who have to affect everybody and, and more of a, a quantum view of like we're all these molecules bumping around into each other. And, and every time we bump into somebody or something, it bumps into something else. And that has an effect the more we realize like it's really important how we show up in our lives, not just for us, but for everybody else. And so every day, asking ourselves that question, am I being in contribution to life or am I being against life? Am I being a uniter or a divider? Am I a healer or a wounder? Those simple questions can have profound effects on our life. And when we come back, I'm going to take a little bit of a different turn about why my love of science fiction and space travel may actually be one of the most important things for saving humanity and life on this planet. And we'll talk about that right after we come back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
The best designs for your life start at home. I'm David Thiergartner, interior designer and host of At Home. Listen live Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as we talk to the very best professionals about interior design and the design that's all around us right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth Tripp, your host of Nourish the Soul. Join me to uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to living a healthy life. Join us every Wednesday at my new time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Quick shout out to my uh, fans on Facebook Live. Uh, Taufik has a comment. Yes. Yes, indeed. We are humans seeking love, peace, and togetherness, whatever our backgrounds are. Yes, Taufik. You get it. Thank you so much. And hi, Mel. Uh, We just finished talking to Abby. Um, Thank you for connecting us. Um, So... We've been talking about divide to conquer and how divided we have become as a nation and as a people, uh, as, as human beings. So what's the answer? How do we get past this? What endeavors, what, what things can we do to actually bring people together? So, and I, and I mentioned before the break how my love of science fiction, my love of space travel may actually be the one thing that can bring us together in a way that nothing else does. Why do I say that? Well, there was a book written uh, back in the 80s, the early 80s, I think, by a gentleman by the name of Frank White called The Overview Effect. And what Frank did is he sort of did, and I forget his background, I think he's a psychologist, is he did a psychological study of the astronauts who went to the moon. And he, and he also, I think, later on also studied some astronauts who, who, who didn't go to the moon, but just like went into orbit with the space shuttle and stuff. And he found that there was a significant difference 
between the astronauts who actually made it all the way to the moon and those who didn't. And that those astronauts who actually set foot on the moon and who could see the Earth in the sky as this blue circle hanging there, being able to observe that there are no borders, that from space the Earth is actually not that big, that it had a profound psychological effect on them that when they came back, they could no longer participate in this divide to conquer mentality because from space seeing the earth hanging there like we see the moon at night they realized the earth is not that big and that actually there is no separation these borders that we have between countries are completely artificial. They are completely man-made. They are completely a figment of our imagination. The oceans may divide the continents, but many countries are right next to each other. You could walk from the tip of South America to the tip of North America. Okay, there's a little canal in between. That's man-made, okay? That's a man-made canal. If you're back to nature, there was no canal. You could walk across it. Okay, I, I admit the, the United Kingdom, England is, is an island. There are some islands there. But you could literally walk or ride a horse from Europe all the way down to the tip of Africa and all the way out to China. Yeah, there are mountain ranges and there are different things. But this is one planet. This is one world. We are all here. And what we do in this world affects everybody else. So, that's one reason why space travel is very important to bring us together from the sheer psychological point of being able to see the Earth as that pale blue dot in the sky. The other reason is the whole concept of space travel, the whole idea of like going to another planet, let's just say Mars, or even just creating a base on the moon, or creating a human colony in another physical planet is such a huge endeavor that it takes more resources than a single country can muster. Indeed, it takes specialization. It takes specializations that require things from all over the world. It takes um, the brain power. It takes the manpower. It takes the resources that are far beyond any one individual country. And the only way to do space travel successfully is with the support of many countries on the planet. Indeed, one of the things that helped to melt the Cold War between the U.S. and Russia was the Apollo-Soyuz program where we actually connected up in orbit around Earth 
And I remember as a kid that the handshake in space of the cosmonauts and the astronauts coming together. And it was a symbol for how we can come together. So yeah, things like Star Trek and Star Wars may seem like fantasies. But to many people, they're dreams of our future. And if we're going to have a future that's going to be worth living in, we need to get past looking at all the things that divide us and separate us and cause us to hate one another and come together for something greater, a greater vision, a greater dream for life itself. You know, some people say, some scientists say, the most important reason to do space travel is because, you know, eventually another big asteroid could hit the Earth, you know, the one that like millions of years ago wiped out the dinosaurs, or so we think. Again, it's a theory. There seems to be a lot of evidence behind the theory. That one day some huge rock from space could hit the Earth and totally devastate all life on the planet. Whether that happens before we pollute the environment so badly that we make our own environment so toxic that we can't survive in it, well, it's six of one, half a dozen of another. But if life is to continue, if for generations to come, we are to be remembered that there is even to be a history. And indeed... We're not even so sure how old our history is. For if you look at some of the things they're discovering, ancient sites that have been dated back, it seems like maybe civilization has actually been around longer than somewhere between six and 10,000 years. That actually there was civilization around potentially 100,000 years ago that somehow got wiped out, probably because of a natural disaster or something. Don't take my word for it. Look for yourself. Don't believe everything you read on the internet. But look at the evidence and look at whether there's a little bit of evidence for this or a lot of evidence for this. Why would this even matter today? Why does this matter about divide and conquer? Divide to conquer. Because if we have been misinformed in parentheses, lied to, about some of the most basic things, such as how old our history is, what else are we being lied to about? And like that old man in the village who kept his bodyguards divided so he could keep all his wealth, if we look at who is really profiting by all the vitriol we see in the world today, as the old expression goes, if we follow the money, maybe we can begin to understand why it is in certain people's best interest to keep the world this way. Not in our best interest, not in the vast majority of people's best interest, but perhaps a small group of people's best interest who want to stay in power.
hey, look, let's be honest. If it was you or me on the top of the food chain, we'd want to stay on the top of the food chain, wouldn't we? It's only logical. It's nothing to blame them. Eh, Almost anybody in the same position would do the same thing. So knowing that those forces are at play, knowing that that would be the natural tendency of anybody, let's pay more attention to these things that are being promoted that divide us and focus on the things instead that can bring us together and promote the things that can bring us together and to find the things that can unify us, not divide us. So, unfortunately, it's the end of another show. I know I've been ranting and raving quite a lot this show. I hope it means something to you. I hope it gets you to think and stirs your heart a little bit. And I hope you'll come back next week um, when I'll have another amazing guest coming uh, on the show. But of course, stay tuned because coming up next, our newest show on the network, Poker Divas with Ellen Lichen, um, is, is coming on board. I hope you'll stay and listen to her on talkradio.nyc. She has a wonderful uh, way, a wonderful analogy of using poker for how to think about life and the things we go through. So I really hope you'll stay tuned for her. And of course, we, as always, we'll talk to you next week, Thursdays, 12 noon into... In, Eastern Time, right here on Talk Radio NYC. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful week. You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hi, are you interested in blockchain technologies and cryptocurrencies? Then tune in here on talkradio.nyc with me, David, every Friday, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time as we answer your questions and interview great guests live on internet radio on building the blockchain where you can catch the blockchain revolution you're listening to the talking alternative network are you stuck in a rut negative thoughts feelings and conversations got you down hi i'm noreen sumter the potentiator tune in every tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m eastern time and listen for new ideas on my show beyond potential live life your way on talkradio.nyc Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. 
For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 